Welcome back to the best podcast, your favorite podcast, the podcast that will not put you to sleep. I'm one of your hosts, Maddie. I'm Tori. And today we are talking about Neon Gods, which, I mean, we love a good Hades and Persephone retelling. Yes. Like everybody else, but let's address the elephant in the room. We're back, bitches, and I am (laughs) not sick anymore. Thank fucking God. It's been a lot. God. God. (laughs) Yeah, we've been gone for a few weeks. And uh, we've mm-hmm. missed this podcast. No, because we wanted to be gone. No. Just it had to be. <laughs> More than a week. Well, it was only a week, wasn't it? Uh, is it just a week? Yeah, but we were, we're behind week. before that, too. So yes. we're a mega behind now. No. <laughs> <laughs> but that's okay. Because we're going to catch up. Because this is a fucking real-ass podcast. And we're real-ass people. We're not perfect, okay? So just... I don't think anyone needs us to be perfect. It's okay. It's okay. Um, okay, three updates. You go first. Uh, I was sick with COVID, and I, like, got knocked the fuck down, which I didn't think I was going to. I guess I just thought I was, like, you know, a strong bitch or whatever, and it just, <laughs> just didn't, didn't work. Um, yeah, I was sick for how long? Like, about a week or so. A week and a half. A week and a half. Yeah, I think yesterday... Really, like, the end of Friday and then Saturday and then today, which is Sunday, um, I have felt finally like myself. Today, especially, that I don't have any, like, leftover drainage or, like, sneezing and stuff as as bad as I was a few days ago, even. Um, Second update, um, I went on a shopping spree, and I got a lot of stuff (laughs) from fucking, um, what is it, from Amazon and Princess Polly and a bunch of different kind of stuff. Um... And I kind of went a little crazy, but I was doing all of that and buying all of that, hopefully for things that we can use for pictures and stuff for the podcast and whatnot. Um, and then yesterday, we kind of did a bunch of really cool book stuff, and we met a friend yesterday. Yes. Shout out to Rachel. We Yay. love you. We had such a great time, like, finally meeting each other in person. She is on Book Talk, and she is really great. She reached out to us, which was really sweet. Well, no, we did. No, I reached out to her. Okay, well, yeah, we reached out to her. And <laughs> when she, I saw she, that she lives in Austin, I was like, oh, my God, let's be friends. And then she was like, oh, my gosh, I've been wanting to do this. And so Tori is uh, great, and she makes friends so easily. So it her, just ended up being Her TikTok great. name is Rachel Plus Romance. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's amazing. She is so sweet. She keeps, she always told us that she was awkward. She's not awkward at all. And if awkward is like her kind of awkward, then we're all awkward if that's the case. Um, I mean, it's always hard to meet new people. It is. I think, I think honestly, this is kind of like a psychoanalysis, but after the pandemic, I think it made it even harder to meet people. Yeah. I think that's also very an American problem. Yeah. I think so. I think it's we like... We have a lot less community here. Then. A lot less community, but I also feel like it's just harder for younger generations because they don't have that anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, our older generations, I think, had it more because I think they were forced to kind of be in, like, proximity of each other, but now we don't have to be, and we choose not to be. <laughs> so they're like, mm, let's not meet each other. But, 
yeah, that's just my take. But those are my three updates. Where are yours? Uh, <laughs> you looked at me with such a blank stare. <laughs> I was like, and everything just left my brain. Um, let's see. I went to Wisconsin, mm-hmm. and that was sad, but nice because I saw a lot of family, and it was really beautiful weather. It looked beautiful um, weather. And then <laughs> that, didn't sound, that was not English, but go ahead. Yeah. Oh God, what else? I stayed up. <laughs> I stayed up till like 5 a.m. reading while I was at home, and I did that also this last Friday. Yeah, yeah Friday, Friday night after we went bowling, and I fucking killed it at bowling. Oh my gosh, I yes, did you did. so good. I was so proud of myself. Guys, that's our new thing. <laughs> it is our new thing. We're going to be like bowlers. <laughs> We're going like to just quit our jobs thing. and become professional bowlers now. <laughs> yeah, literally. Because we had so much fun, and I forgot. We were dancing, and like we were so kind of loud and obnoxious. We were celebrating every single like goods uh, hit that had people had. And we were like, like either strike <gasps> like or like bowling like, like turn because okay to be fair by the end of it everybody was getting spares and strikes and Kimmy are like she's lagging behind a little bit she got her groove yeah she at got the a couple end, and she really was like but we were just having out. the best time in that whole bowling alley I know, so we were, they were playing really good music they put the lights they, down they play all, all the throwbacks yeah. and stuff in the early 2000s honestly everybody else in there were just kind of like they just were not the vibe we yeah. were the vibe. But we were the party. <laughs> <laughs> we were it. And then I stayed up until 5 a.m. after that, finishing Crescent City, HOSAB, and oh my God, you guys, I can't wait to do that episode. We're actually going to do it today, right after we record this one. We figured that this one was probably going to be a little bit quicker. Yeah. And since it's a romance, it's lighthearted, it's fun, and kind to kind of ease us back into recording a little yeah. bit. Um, I just showed Maddie my notes for this book and we all know I love my notes. Yes. This, this thing, I have like 10 things, 10 bullet points and that is it. And then I showed her my CC one just scrolling and it's like five pages seconds. long of notes. I was like, it's oh ridiculous. So much stuff happened in that book. I so mean, it's, it's just so more, pages. it's much more intricate and there's so much more detail to talk about than right. a, a Hades and Persephone retelling. So uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. This this book is very vibes, but the good kind of vibes. But it's not like the dark vibes. academia. It still had a little bit of a plot, which I like. It has just it. enough to like keep it going. Uh huh. Um, to coast through. Mm-hmm. And it kind of sets up, obviously, the world for her other books yeah. after it. Because it introduces all the other characters very briefly, and it's like the thirteen and. The whole, like, political system and, like, how... The way the cities are set up and everything. How it works and stuff. It's so funny that we are recording in broad daylight because we usually record at, like, night. Mm -hmm. And it's noon. It's noon, and we usually record at, like, 9 (laughs) p.m. Yeah, there's been a bunch of different times. We've gotten better. We originally were recording at, like, 10 10 p.m. or later, and now we've been, like, 8 and 9. I remember... Where the crawdad is sing, which was like one of our yeah, first you were episodes. Like I was asleep. a mummy <laughs> in the bed, and I was like, "It's one p.m. on a Tuesday." One a.m. One a.m. <laughs> on a Tuesday. I'm like, I'm but it was worth it. We're getting so old and grown up. I always thought you were gonna say old and grumpy because that was also that's accurate. true. Also, honestly, <laughs> that's also accurate. Okay, so what do you rate this book? I actually rated it a five. 
And I know that's kind of controversial for some people. I just loved it. Wow. I love, like, myth retellings, like, Greek myth retellings, even if it, it was kind of, like, in a hyper-set world. I don't know why my brain latched onto it so much. Maybe it was kind of in the, like, time period where I wanted to escape a lot, and this provided that for me. But I'm really glad you know, like this book it. so much because it's kind of smutty. Yeah, it is. It's, like... I think it technically has, a smut book. No, it is. T- yeah. So it for sure I'm really happy that you like it so much. <laughs> I feel like this one had more plot than Priest. To oh, me. yeah. I think it was more of a developed plot, too. Yeah. Like a more, like. And more characters. Though, yeah. Which it was keeps like a simple plot, but it was done really well. Yeah. So I think it, I think that's the reason, that was one I of the reasons this, why. I could three and I liked half. it. Three and a half. I think that, girl. Like that's pretty good. I don't know why I'm yawning so much all of a sudden. Um, what was I going to say? I think the reason why I liked it is because it was so easy to follow and so easy to kind of, like, get into those characters and stuff. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, I liked it so much that I read it while I was at work. I shouldn't have. Yeah. But I did. And I read it at, like, lunch. And so this is also one thing that I've learned that I cannot do, that if I really like a book, I cannot read at lunch because I will want to read for the rest of the day, and Mm. I will figure out how to do that. So it doesn't always – it's not always conducive to having a good work ethic (laughs) whenever you are on the clock. So – but it was that good that I wanted to know, like, what would happen and stuff. So I don't know. I liked it. I liked how carefree and simple it was. Something that could just, like, literally, even though I was using my brain, I could kind of turn it off mm-hmm. sort of thing. Should we just jump right in? Yeah, we totally could. We can. I mean, I don't know what else we were going to say in the non-spoiler part. <laughs> that uh, <laughs> Hades and Persephone retelling. That I think you already said that, right? Uh, I think so. But there is one thing that I, I didn't know that I think going in blind... I knew that it was a Stephanie, uh, Stephanie, uh, Persephone and Hades, <laughs> <laughs> Persephone and Hades retelling, but I didn't realize that it was like super hyper realistic. Like it was like supposed to be like a real world. Yeah. And nobody like has powers. Day. Yeah. Which I don't love that part. I wish they I, had powers. I, thought I wanted them to have powers too, but at the same time I was like, we read so much of that that it just makes, I was like, eh, okay. But I did like how they incorporated the same kind of themes to like real life, like how people get elected into these like different positions and then they become this like figurehead. Yeah. Except these people aren't super elected. They're like, they're not, they yeah, either they're inherit elected. it or they kill someone for it. Essentially. It's kind of like a modern day Royal royalty hierarchy yeah. like thing, but also yeah. not, but yes. Mm-hmm. It's weird. I kind of like it though. I kind of love it. I like it. I like that the fact that the sisters are still like included in the in in this story because yeah, their stories are so like just kind of glazed over mm-hmm. in Greek mythology that like the lesser quote unquote gods are like the minor gods, and I know some of them, but I don't know all their stories. Mm-hmm. So I like that. I also like that literally like every character. It's just assumed they're like. Pansexual, oh yeah, bisexual. Love like, that. Like literally, everyone's Everybody's like, "Oh, it. I hooked up with him. I hooked up with her. I hooked up with them." Like, mm-hmm. there's no like. I also liked how that some of these characters or some of these gods, quote unquote, were 
not like Artemis, or not Artemis, um, fucking Hermes is a woman. Hermes is not a man. Was she? Yeah, Hermes is a girl. Remember? Hermes in Dionysus. Oh, I was thinking of Dionysus. Dionysus. I don't, I was thinking of something else. Yeah, Hermes, Artemis is obviously a girl, but, um, yeah, Hermes is a girl, which yeah. Hermes is always so like it's it's like the names are titles instead yes. of who they are. Which is I would like that though. So so Hades's dad was also Hades, and the next mm-hmm, person will be mm-hmm. Hades. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting. But I like that Hermes was also like Hermes was a guy at one point, like before, and mm-hmm. now it's a woman. And I just like that that they didn't keep that same kind of like I don't know. Mm-hmm. That same kind of trope or stereotype because I, you, I know Hercules is a fucking Disney movie, but Hercules, <laughs> Hermes and Hercules is a man or male oriented. So, but anyways, yeah, let's get into it. Like okay. Actually, the spoiler parts. So. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm writing something down. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the what first we, thing I, I wrote down. so awkward. This is the spoiler part. So if you have ready, go read the book and come back <laughs> over and come listen to what we're saying. Okay. What were you saying? Um, how Zeus is always and has always been a fucking psycho ass. Yes. He is literally the worst person ever in mythology. No, absolutely. He's and terrible I think, and he stays terrible in these books. Yeah. I think the thing is, is like Zeus is always glorified for being like, the head of Olympus, the head of the, like, gods. and He like, killed his father who was, like, trying to kill all of, the gods right. and stuff. Kronos? Cro- Kronos, yeah. And so I get, like, you do one good deed don't mean that you can, <laughs> you can be an <laughs> asshole for life. He yeah. literally killed, like, all his ex-wives in this book. Yes. And that, and even in the book, they were, like, it's speculated that he killed him, but nobody's ever But no one can it prove it. Because nobody wants to go against Zeus. I was like, that's a fucking maniacal man. As a serial murderer. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> and then Persephone is ambushed by her mom and Zeus. Which I think is insane. How and her they're mother like, is oh, just like, we're announcing your engagement to Zeus. And she was like, excuse me. And then two seconds later, they're in front of everybody. Um, Which I thought was weird that her mom did it. Because they kept saying, like, her mom would never put her daughters in, in danger. danger. And this and that. And I was like, excuse me, this doesn't make sense. Why are we forgiving her so quickly? Well, not even that. It's like, why are we? It was never explained why, are we why she did it. Validating her like move, saying that like, yes, it was cruel in the surface, but she has a plan. Okay, but like, if you did have a plan, then why didn't you clue in Persephone instead of like shock valuing her or having like a shock value of her never knowing and ambushing her? Mm-hmm. Like, if you really cared about your daughter, then it wouldn't matter. You tell her about the plan, and I'm sure right, Persephone and then be like, be here's like, Let's the do here's this. the thing because Demeter wanted to take down Zeus in the first place and but by doing that and not telling her daughter who wants to take down Zeus also she was like I'm just going to use her as kind of like a chess piece essentially in this whole game and that's the reason why Persephone left in the first place because she didn't like all the politics of like yeah that bitch was trying to run away she said oh I hate this shit she said "Mm -mm." so and I also loved Calypso the sister the crazy, not the crazy sister, but the sister that was like has a like hot temper. Who is um? She starts with an E, but I cannot say her name. She's the second, the older sister to Persephone. I don't remember. It starts with an E. It's a it's a Greek name, so I am not even going to this, try. 
this this book is definitely one that went in one ear and out one ear for me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like I Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like I enjoyed it, but it was just kind of like a background I don't know. noise. Yeah. I kept I kept trying to wow. like, get invested in the story and I would restart and then I would just find myself like my thoughts flying away. Sorry, so it was that, sophisticated enough for you. It, I don't think it was that. I think I was just distracted that day and I like couldn't no matter how hard I how hard I tried, I couldn't focus. I know, I'm just giving you shit. But we all know I have no focus anyway, so Oh um, my god. Only for Hosab. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> Only for SJM. <laughs> or Emily Henry. Or wh- <coughs> Holly Black. Uh, well, no. no, because her book and night books sucked ass. Okay. In okay. my opinion. And Allie Hazelwood. And Allie Hazelwood. Um, okay. And TJR. Okay, we need to stop this. Anyways. So then <laughs> she runs away and the guards are chasing her. And then I she thought that was crazy. That like crosses the like, river to Hades. So there is like slight magic, like very little kind of. magic because like the... She says that she feels like a barrier on her trying to cross the bridge. Mm-hmm. It's like sa- like going through sand, essentially, or like slow motion or whatever. She felt like there was like a tug or whatever to get to the other side. Because by the time she goes on the other side, she's going to be in in the lower city. Yeah, so like the and they don't the have city. jurisdiction in the other cities. Like right. Hades can't go into the upper city and hate, Zeus can't go into the lower city. But we don't know that Hades exists before right we thought he was dead and then he was never replaced yeah he was like his lineage was like died out or something like they fed them all a basically a lie saying that it was never like hades is no longer like that lineage is no longer here but Um, hades like kind of tries to play into the um, the big bad wolf thing oh yeah for sure and then by the time that she crosses the river she sees this man there was, she sees Hades, but mm-hmm. he doesn't reveal himself to who he is. Mm-hmm. And she's, like, running. And she's running, one, barefoot in the middle of winter. Yeah, because she, she left a party and was in heels. And then right. she, like, took him off so she could sprint away. Yeah, and then she, like, there was, like, glass or something. Or yeah, she fucked up her feet. Yeah, she did. She fucked up her feet. And Hades is literally, like, com- like beckoning her over the bridge mm-hmm. and she is like crawling while these guys are like on her tail and she finally makes it just right before they like catch her and Hades takes her and takes him takes her home mm-hmm. essentially um and she's so cold I love that whenever she, they're like sick and like hurt and he's like so protective and like oh my god please like don't do anything just like take the- care of you yeah, the taking care of you trope or whatever. Yes. I am a sucker for that shit. <laughs> I mean, hello. I this it. whole book is one giant trope <laughs> because it's yeah. villain who isn't really a villain gets the nice girl. <laughs> like, that is literally every book and ever. Grumpy Sunshine. Grumpy Sunshine. Yeah. Love it. It's, um, all, it's all there. They did have some different tropes in there that were a little... Like, I had never read about them. But like then what? again, the public sex like trope. Oh. Or not trope, but like that whole thing. Yeah. As I mean, they have the fake date because they pretend to be dating. And then they're like, I'm going to have to defile you in front of the world for everybody (laughs) to know that you're mine and not Zeus's. And I was like, okay, daddy, we're just dumping into the public sex (laughs) immediately. (laughs) I know, because this book is really just a, uh, it's a a smut book. Mm -hmm. Um, But they have to practice first. So they practice by themselves and then they go and fuck in front of everybody. And she's like, she's like, I'm 
in it. Yeah, yeah, she is. She's like, humiliate me in front of the people. <laughs> <laughs> I just know Aaron is listening like, what I the fuck, babe? <laughs> I know. I'm just like, oh, my God. Uh, but that was different, and I actually really did like that. Same. It was, just, it was just something different. I feel like... Uh, in you, like it's, the sex world yeah because like usually the public sex is like that you do it in like a hidden spot and like someone could find you mm-hmm. but this is just it's like a voyeuristic like you're in the middle of this like I thought you said voyeur whatever you said voyeurist dick no. oh <laughs> voyeuristic not voyeuristic. dick yeah I was like, but it sounds similar so I get that I thought they were two words instead of just a word yeah um no, I liked it, and then I also liked I liked Hermes, and I liked Dionysus too. I liked the fact that they kind of just show up and they just like force their friendship on, on Hades. Hades. And I love that. And he's like, "I'm kind of sad when they're not around." I, kinda, <laughs> I know, and he's like, "I don't want to admit it, but like, I kind of like them. <laughs> they're cool." And they eat ice cream with their coffee and shit. Funny. Anyways, um, I like how. Hades kind of is gives off obviously Reese vibes in the sense that he takes care of his own people mm-hmm. and he has so many backup plans and he like worked really really hard to make sure that his he had a certain city, image he had a certain image and also but his city was always to protect of. yeah um it is pretty brutal like how Zeus did murder his family like yeah I was like damn that's kind of like that's not good and then tried that's murdering him good. I was like tried murdering murdering why him. did he kill him again. Uh, I think it was over power. Yeah. Okay. That's why I I'm, thought. I couldn't I'm remember if it was like sure. a specific thing. I, I don't, I think Hades challenged Zeus mm. and paid the price for it or something. Yeah. I don't know. I can't really remember. I just know it was probably, it had to do something with like power. I love how the whole time he's like, I'm going to fucking kill Zeus. Yeah. I'm like, okay, go off. <laughs> go up like do that love whenever she he takes her to go get dresses and stuff and like to the tailors i was like i wish i had a man that would just be like a shopping spree let's go get you some dresses and like the girl that's there she's like (laughs) oh my gosh like let's do this this and this and like has like she's like just put it on my tab i was like that is such reason i was like i can't not only that and then whenever he finally becomes is like you know obviously like softening up to her I think it's also hilarious whenever he takes her, not hilarious, but just love the, like, parallels. He takes her to the, like, little market that he always would go to, like, his, like, secret mm-hmm. safe haven. I was like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, get the fuck out of here. It's the rainbow of the lot. <laughs> and I was like, okay, sure. This is an original idea. <laughs> I did, like, the little, um, like, the pillars or whatever, that little um, detail, how all of the there's like columns or whatever in the city that have like sketches and images in them and they all mm. are kind of coordinated to each other and she's like i want to see them all and he's like i'll take them to you i'll take you to see them all and he's dead <laughs> so um i did like at the end that she because her youngest sister kind of gets manipulated into seeing this one guy out of I guess it's just his plan or something and then she escapes yeah and runs to hades mm-hmm. and the the lower city right and the fact that the only reason why that um i mean 
it's an issue that Persephone is there in the first place because obviously she was engaged to Zeus, but they have a treaty to where anybody who steps foot on the other side of the river Styx, haha, um, that treaty, like they can go to war essentially mm-hmm. to, for each other. So even though they're a part of the same city, they are not like the upper and the lower city, even though they're one whole city, it's divided by two. Yeah. So as soon as Hades steps into the upper city, basically it's like declaring war. Yeah, and so Persephone basically did that. She the only reason why he didn't is because um, I thought it was if Hades did it. I thought because Hades couldn't step over to help because that's when it would declare. Oh yeah, that's true. War. I think you and but I think it was also a big deal because I think Zeus because she was engaged to him. I think they couldn't go to war, but it was a big deal. Yeah, and it was like she did it on her own terms, and and they kept doing things to bait Hades to like get him to do that, so they mm -hmm. had a justifiable reason to like go after him, and And that's why that's why the sister the sister comes, and then he has to go and get her, and he like beats the shit out of the guard, and she stops him from killing him. Yeah, and then so that's when it kicks Persephone's ass into gear, and is like, okay, have to do something to like avoid this all. Yeah. And also, she's like, I want to take down Zeus because I don't want him to come after to, Hades. Well, not over to come after Hades, but like to no longer have this man in this absolute yeah. power because he's fucking corrupt as shit. Yeah. And then, um, she, so she makes a deal with her mom. Yes. She makes a deal with the mom. Yeah. And she's like, I have a plan. And she's like, okay. So she goes back and basically is like, I'll be your, basically, I'll be your wife, right? Yeah. And, but that allows Hades to come over. And, Mm -hmm. like, Hades was worried that he would not have allegiance or any kind of alliances within the 13. Mm -hmm. But it turns out that he has the majority. Just a very slight majority. Like, literally everyone hates Zeus. Except for, it was like. It was like. Demeter, Artemis, Apollo, Poseidon. Um. A lot of people wanted Hermes Zeus to be dead. and then Dionysus. <laughs> yeah. So it was like seven of the, like, 13. Although, I really hate how, so he, like, snuck up on Zeus. Right. And was like, they were fighting. Mm-hmm. I was like, first off, you should have just slit the man's throat when he wasn't looking at you. <laughs> like, come on. We all hate him. You want him to be dead. And he's like, I can't kill Zeus because Persephone won't love me because oh my she God, doesn't want yes. me to be a murderer. I'm like, that bitch would slit his throat if she could. Hell yeah. She's like, babe, like, I need you to do it now. Like, I need you to be ruthless. Uh, I was just like, come on. If you don't kill Zeus, I'm going to be so mad. I literally. I actually was right? getting a little upset, too. It just was so annoying. Yeah. He said, Jesus Christ, please kill Zeus. Come I think, on. I think the fight scene was a little stupid. Yeah, I didn't think that that was really necessary, but I did like the fact that Zeus literally fell out of a window and liked his death. I was like, yeah, I know. And I love that Demeter's like, I'm here to clean up your mess. Yeah, because you like, didn't do a good job. She's like, you kind of did it a little fucking messy, but you know, whatever. Yeah. But I also think it was cute. It was kind of cool how each god takes a different role in the city so like demeter mm-hmm. is like the supply lines and like food and stuff which makes sense because she is that's what she kind of is is like harvest and st- or not harvest i think i don't remember yeah and um hades even though you know they do this certain thing like dionysus is wine obviously he does like the wine trade and stuff and then hermes is like the like messenger essentially yeah. 
for everyone. So I like how they still kind of kept those tropes, mm-hmm. but kind of like with a little bit of a modern twist yeah. to it. Yeah. But I, I, you're right. I think I was kind of expecting whenever I was first opening this book that they would have some kind of power, like very small power. And I still wish that they would like have. They had minute stuff, but like a mm-hmm. little bit more. Yes. A wee bit more. But yes. if you're trying to keep a book more smutty than not it's easier to not like try and get into a deep magic system so. exactly especially because sense. like whatever like you said it i think earlier in the episode you're like this was just kind of like all vibes and mm-hmm. a little bit of plot like just enough to kind of like swim you through mm-hmm. <laughs> but for things to like happen mm-hmm. consistently instead of just being all inter- internal dialogue and or just sex. all sex <laughs> with no point yeah so i have read one of her other books in this like series was it radiant sun i think it was possibly it, because it's the one it that was the, with like a wine glass in the oh. i think it was radiant sun radiant sun has a heart like a heart jewel oh on the i thought electric idol had the heart that is electric idol oh wait <laughs> <laughs> i really don't know but the nice thing is, is I like how, like, there are several stories within this. Yeah. I mean, in the series. Just, yeah. Electric Idol has the heart. Mm-hmm. Which one did you read? Um, I read. I also like the covers. I know. They're really pretty covers. I like how bright they are in comparison with the, like, very black, dark bra- it's background. It's the Dark Olympus series. Well, I'm a dumb fuck. <laughs> that makes total sense. Oh, my gosh. Um, I want to read Court of the Vampire King, and I want to read The Dragon's Bride. Yes, I did read Radiant Sin. Which one's that one? This. Okay, yeah, that's the one that I'm talking about. It has, yeah. like, a jewel. I thought it was a jewel. It's, a, it's like, a glass of whiskey or wine or something. Who is it about? Because um, I hear that one is also, it's actually, I think most people prefer that one out of the five. So, Cassandra is the girl, and Apollo gotcha yeah i think that one's the most popular out of the five or six that she's got it was definitely more interesting plot than this one in my opinion okay. um it was kind of like a, a murder mystery Ooh, mm-hmm. that sounds good mm-hmm. but i know that it, um what is her name katie kate robert kate roberts i say katie because it has two e's um i don't know if it's kate or kate e roberts you know like her, kate is her e. middle name oh. i'm not sure though no, because I think you it's can't. Kate. T- I think Let's it's see. Kate. It's Kate. Definitely, it's K A T E E. Is her name K A T E? Yeah. K-A-T-E. I don't know if it's Kate or Katie. Whatever. Whatever. Anyways, um, I know that she's known for making like obviously smart books, but um, mm-hmm. I think honestly, I really do like her writing. I feel like I liked the dialogue in it. Yeah. Sort of, you know, thing. I think it's hilarious that their safe word was pomegranate. I was like, I guess. <laughs> I, guess. <laughs> I guess. I was like, I guess. Um, I thought it was super cute how they get the fucking three dogs. And it's supposed to be an allusion to Cerberus, like the three-headed dog. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. One one of them is named Cerberus, I think. Yeah. And then the other ones are, like, really weird. They're very, like, traditionally Greek mythological names. And even Hades is like, those are some big names. (laughs) And I was like, those are some fucking ugly names. I was like, you could have named one Nike. I guess, but that Okay, so I'm looking at uh, Kate Roberts' stuff. Mm-hmm. There's um, the Wicked Villains series. Ooh. And the first one is Desperate Measures. I bet that one's good. Like I said, I kind of like 
I think I just like her little formula. I like how yeah. simple it is. These and books were seem very accessible to me. Like she has so much. She's she written does. so many. Um, this is gonna. Be, <laughs> this one might be a hot take, but I think she's obviously like the more adult version of Colleen Hoover. Mm. In smut. She's got a formula, and it works. She's got a formula. Um, the Dragon's Bride is number one in a Deal with a Demon series. A deal with a demon, mm-hmm. of course. Like this in this book, it's not a dragon shifter. Like he stays a dragon the whole time. Oh, oh. <laughs> the whole time. You should see the cover. It's like giving very much the early nineties cover. <laughs> <laughs> this dragon is freaky. Like in his head is so small compared to like a fucking lizard. That's terrifying. <laughs> Those are the books that I would steal from my mom's like basement trove of, oh or like her bookshelf God. down there. I would. There was one like smutty. It's like a humanoid lizard, yeah. dragon person. Oh God! I stole a book from my mom, and it was like romance, uh-huh. and there was like a haunting and like an old house, Ooh. and it was very vibey. I wish I could remember the name of the book. I read it. In like late middle school, high early high school, <sighs> I can't remember. But I wish I could because I would love to read it for this podcast. <laughs> going back to those like the old days. Sorry, I'm gonna read. She also has um, a series called A Touch of Taboo, and the f- a number Touch of Taboo. The first one is called Your Dad Will Do. <laughs> I'm screaming. I am gagged. <laughs> Your Dad Will Do. Wrong bed, right guy <gasps> in the Come Undone series. Shut the fuck up. The touch of taboo number two is gifting me to his best friend. <gasps> <laughs> that doesn't leave a lot to the imagination. <laughs> oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. You're like a whole new world. <laughs> <laughs> and then the Thalanian dynasty is another series oh and the God. first one is called theirs for the night there's a touch of taboo my dad's best friend <gasps> shut up oh my god oh what my god and then there's on? the o'malley's the marriage contract <laughs> that's the o'malley's is another series o'malley's yeah that sounds like old money a touch of taboo seducing my guardian why is this giving me like my dad wrote a porno <laughs> A deal with the demon number three. The gargoyles captive. <laughs> gargoyles? Bloodline gargoyles. vampires number one. Sacrifice. Why is this turning into like a survey of what the fuck? <laughs> a survey of her like work. These these covers need an update. All those covers need an well, update. I I like that she kept the, the demon series and like that old school cover. Because uh. the rest of them are more updated. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. I guess you have to see where your roots are. The Demon's Bargain is uh, the Peculiar Tastes number two. Oh, she has just gone off on all these books. The fact that she thought of all these, she's like, this is what I want to write about. Stop. Whoa. We were just talking about this in the last episode that we released. It's like, how do you... Like, I always think about how these authors wrote these books. Or like came to the conclusion they're like i want to write about this right like i want to write about a dragon fucking (laughs) a human (laughs) and make a whole story out of that one they're like how do you do that like how do you come up with that 
I mean, I know how you come up with it, but like. And then she wrote. Fully a, commit. A very Krampus holiday. What? Krampus is like the. The demon. Demon. Santa, isn't it? It's like a demon Santa. Her 2021 Patreon short. Some holiday stories are a little darker and sexier. Patreon. Patreon. <laughs> Patreon. Patreon. Whatever. Patreon. 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 Whatever. Anyways, um, the first review, I see Kate Robert. Thank you. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> oh, my God. This, oh my this God. name is a little corny, but it's called Seducing the Bridesmaid. <laughs> Again, these are giving me like my dad wrote a porno, but obviously in a better caliber of writing. Forever theirs. Shut and it's two men and a woman on the I cover. feel like I was about to say I was like I feel like one of them is like a Fabio mm-hmm. with like flowing long blonde hair and a horse these are so funny surveying I... other authors work is hilarious sometimes it's like it's just so interesting to go down the rabbit holes like where they started and like where you came into their evolution of a writer um, I think it's a fun time what okay I need to keep reading the taboo story uh, names Oh, the groom, the maid of honor, and the runaway bride. No, that's oh, the last one. Oh, God. But there's like um, novellas in between. My so it's mouth like is open. <laughs> seducing my guardian bonus content. <laughs> <laughs> seducing my guardian bonus content. <laughs> stop. Oh, that's so funny. The Kraken's saf- <laughs> Sacrifice. That's another one of the old school. See how oh they're like they're old school novels, but you can like tell that they're newer, like they're design. Still new. Yeah, there's like I think the, she did that on purpose, like having like a happy medium between the two. Yeah, like she wanted that like old school look mm. because this was written in when was this written? Twenty twenty two. Oh really? The Dragon's Bride was published March 29th, 2022. Oh, so yeah, that is recent. Mm-hmm. That's like so really I think recent. it was like a purposeful. Go her. Um, How brave. The The Touch of Taboo series Wait, so covers are on. not great, hold, though. Hold on, hold on. So get They're that. so corny. <laughs> hold on. So she... How many books did she publish in 2022, then? Probably a zillion. I mean, all these is touch she, of taboo ones are from 2020. Is she self-published? And then 2021. Or is she with a publishing house? I think she's with a publishing house. Look at, you can look on her profile. Oh. Uh, um, like, at the very top. Or in the books, you can, like, scroll. Yeah, one second. <coughs> um, it doesn't say. It says she's a New York Times and USA Today bestselling author. Me too. That's not what I meant. Oh, sorry. Can't read your mind. I know. I didn't think I explained it well. No. So Neon Gods was published June 1st, 2021 by Source Books Casablanca. So don't know if that's like an independent... I mean, they were smart to pick her up because clearly. January. So the other one that you read, Electric Idol, mm-hmm. is that the one that? Mm-hmm. No, this is the one that you haven't read yet. That has the jewel. That's oh, the yeah. One that no, I, I read Radiance in. That one came out January 18th, 2022. And then let me just go to the Dark Olympus series. 
There's one that says Stoneheart that's like a prequel to all of this. Mm-hmm. She has so many books. She does. She's like, I'm hammering these bitches out. Radiant Y'all Sin. Y'all are going to get this unless, whether or not you like it. Radiant Sin, that's what it's called. February 7th, 2023. So she just published this this year. Oh. Hmm. That's actually well, really... look at that. Dark Olympus 5. So when did she release this one? Stop. <laughs> August 8th, 2023. So she just released Just released it. I want a whole shelf of hers, though, because they're so, so pretty. pretty. I want to get, like, literally she all her already, books. And, like, she already has her the Dark sixth one. series and then her demon Deal with the Demon series. I feel like both of those I need on my shelves. She already has the, set, the sixth one out. It's slated for January 16th, 2024. So nice. she's pumping these out within six months of each other. Yeah. That's insane. Like, I... The thing is, it's, like, it's interesting to me because these stories... So the other one was January or February like of 2022. This one was June 7th of 2022. So like it is back to back six to back on to the back. <laughs> essentially. Yeah. Five months, six Five months. Five to six months. That's crazy. Like do you. I mean the thing the is. The writing process is just so interesting to me. I just can't get over it. I think for <clears throat> Dark Olympus it's a little bit easier because these characters already have. An established history. Yes. And like and a so character. And so she can like, pull from their traits. She doesn't have to create a whole new person. Yeah. So it's probably easier to like come with a new story for the same people. Yeah. Right. A more modern story. A more modern story. Like you said like a like a murder mystery but they're these characters that already have like a skeleton that you can work off of. Right. That's very true. I think she, I think retelling stories is kind of a artwork in itself because sometimes they, they're really good. Sometimes they're really bad. Yeah. But I think you run that really like thin line of crossing over what is good and what is bad. Mm-hmm. It's like, how do you make it still authentic enough that it's from the story and these characters are still recognizable to their original, mm-hmm. but also different enough that it's not the same thing. Also, she she established the world easily mm-hmm. and it's not crazy no it's not and there's not like an intricate system of things so like while they're all in the same worlds these books like have little tidbits from each other mm-hmm. but it's not like she has to like carry a story throughout right each book versus like if you're planning like a series you have a lot more like details and like fact things have to be flushed out mm-hmm. fully flushed out so she's just like kaboom kaboom i think she i think she just set herself up with such an easy like success rate like of yeah like making things good good for her and then also like pumping them out i wish i thought of that i know did you just say you're like how do you have these ideas and you're like i have these ideas but like how do you act on them i know but like there's like so many ideas in the world that you're like is there never there's never original idea anymore especially for books because i want to write a book about dragons but how do you become original in that you know what i mean I think you could do it. You have a lot of faith in me, and I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> I think you can do it. But anyways. Anyways, that's all for me. Yeah. I mean, this book was what it was. I mean, it's a very light read. I think I definitely recommend it for anybody who's kind of in a slump and kind of just doesn't really know where to go. If you are into public sex, read this book. If you're not, okay. and you <laughs> think you might be, read this book. I am not into public sex, but I still enjoyed it. So I Because just, I was like... I never thought about that before, but that sounds sexy. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking (laughs) care. But, um, (laughs) 
Anyways, I definitely say read it. I think it's something that I don't know why I just really found so much joy in it and just was so encaptivated by the story. Even with the stupid things, like some of the stuff that is just kind of like, what? It's a happy, it's a good feeling story. I think it's like the equivalent. Feel good is what I meant to say. (laughs) A good feeling. Feel good. Feel good story. Yeah. Super lighthearted, something that you don't have to use your brain for. So, but we recommend. Nonetheless, I recommend a five. I mean, and Tori still said it was three and a half. So good enough. I feel like three and a half is not bad for a smut book. No. Especially like if that's like the point, which is the point. Yeah. I mean, that's mainly one of the points. we've talked about how my rating system has become a little bit more picky as I've read more books. So, yeah. I think I'm just too nice. I'm like, I can't give this a And we always say, no matter how bad a book is, we can always find the good in it. Yes. Always good things to take away from. I have yet to find a book that I'm like, "Mm, this was, this is an abomination. (laughs) I mean, we've had a few rough ones this year, but we yeah. can still find the good parts in those books. Usually. Oh, for sure. For sure. I can't even believe it. You say this year and I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. We're in month eight. Almost, Almost into month, month nine. nine. It's freaking me out. Good God. It's freaking me out. I'm in a weird fucking mood. I keep like saying weird things. I'm so sorry. <laughs> this is what you get whenever we're like midday. <laughs> Aaron's like, what do you mean? This is normal for you. <laughs> I know. You're like, okay, whatever. All right, we will see you guys on the next one. We are going to talk about the second part of Hosab. Crescent City. And tackle that fucking beast And then we'll give you a happy place soon, too, we promise. Yeah, we're recording that on Tuesday, so do not worry. Do not worry, it's coming. It's so good. I'm so (laughs) excited for Maddie to finish. (laughs) I'm freaked out right now. I'm being psycho. All right, guys, we'll see you on the next one. Oh, wait, and enjoy our... New fucking music. We oh, didn't yeah. even say oh that. God. We didn't even say we didn't New address that at music. all. We literally <laughs> just were like, "Hey, we're back." <laughs> There's too much to talk about. It really is. We're so far behind. We have we haven't done this, so it's like everything is just spilling out. Yeah. Um, enjoy our new music. Our really good friend Wojtek was nice enough to like make a theme song for us. He made it specifically for us. Yeah, he's like, "Hey, here's your new theme." Basically, and mm-hmm. it, we listened to it, loved it. So it's we so good. So we hope you like it too. Yes. And then um, you can go listen to him on Spotify. Yeah. Go listen to all his music. It's such a vibe. I love. If you need something to like study to or you want background music, mm-hmm. definitely look into him. And it's also Wojtek is W O J T E K. He is Polish, so we'll put his name in the description. So yeah, you can for sure. <laughs> understand it. Love you, boy tech. <laughs> All right, we'll see you on the next one, guys. Bye. Bye.